All right, Perak Mem Zayin continuing Gurus Hashem. So the Psachim to Gehenna. The Bure Inyan Zeh. Kemoshe Biarnu Ki Inyan Mitzius Hashem Yisborach Shehu Yisborach Hakol. Ve'in Mi Baladov. He is everything and there's nothing but him. Again, I want to remind us, we're coming off of having discussed that there are three emunus, three beliefs that the Jewish people gained in Yitzhiz uh, Mitzrayim, which were uh, that Hashem uh, supervises everything, uh, is aware of what's going on here. Uh, number two, that he is uh, one in charge, that everything, everything is uh, he's under his dominion. And the third one is Torah in the Shemaim. That Hashem revealed His will to man. <laughs> Which we rephrased back then. Again, Ashgacha means scarva uh, onish, uh, right? The um, everything is in Hashem's hand means He is. The, the belief in Hashem being God, the belief in, in, in Hashem being the one and only God, and Torah uh, the Shemaim. So that's that's uh, that's the three that we spoke about the relationship, Hashem up there, Torah the Shemaim, what connects it down here, and then there is Ashgacha, Scharva Onish, down here. Okay. So now obviously we're gonna try to link up the three entrances to Gehenna, to those three, means uh, someone who is Kaifer in one of those three, that's how they get uh, into Gehenna. Okay, so um, we're starting with the existence of Hashem, the, the truth of His existence or the absoluteness of Hashem's existence, that there's nothing but Him, Einod um, Milvado, where do we see this? Kriyas Yamsu. Kamoshi is by Lamala, where not only on an uh, individual level the miracle, uh, you know, uh, but this was a Klal level, right? Viparo, Asher Amar, Betchila, Mi Hashem, Asher, Eshma Bekolo. So Paro was uh, denying that the, the, the existence of Hashem. <coughs> now, know the law al yedei kriyas yamsuf v'achrona shmoyes borach. Now he sees uh, he sees the truth. Paro sees the truth after kriyas yamsuf. Seems like he's asking a here, not a. Who is asking a Seems like Paro is asking a who is Hashem you're talking about. Oh, it, it, it meaning rhetoric meaning like, who is God that I should listen to him? Not, he didn't say who is God. 
He says, who is God that I should listen to him? Right, I think that's Noah's point. No, that's rhetorical. He's answering my question. What? You're answering my question. He's a rhetorical question that he's saying. Who is this Hashem that I should answer to him? Right. As opposed to saying, who is this God? I've never heard of this person before. Right. Khartoum said, Es Elohim. It was like... Right. Maybe this is not the actual point, but no, no, so the, the distinction, the distinction that is uh, usually made, again, it's not, it's not the moral, it's possible. Li Hashem, Asher However, I think the, the resolution is like this: that Elohim, Paro could could acknowledge there are there are powers up there. There, there. There's this type of power. There's this type of power. This is definitely a divine power, hmm. right? Hashem is the Jewish, uniquely Jewish claim of a monotheistic God. That there is a source to all uh, Elohim. Right? All powers are rooted in a absolute existence, which transcends everything and is a source for everything. Yeah. That's the part that's the part that power was challenging. The oneness of God. Interesting to think about that a little bit historically as well. The, the Egyptian name for God was El. Like that, that would even like yeah, they're familiar with that concept. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um so Chris Yamsuf Amar Hashem says, I let you stay around so far. I let you be around so that you can see my strength, that I am absolute. I'm in absolute control over the entirety, like we spoke before about the Yam being the element of Mayim, right? Not just a particular river or a particular geographical area, but the the water of the which is a fundamental element of the entire existence that's where you see that Hashem is the creator that he is the source of everything so that that was Biyamsuf he's in charge of everything there's no power that evades him that loses him and by the way, I just want to add, um, I think we've you know, we spoken about this concept of the Kriyas Yamsuf, specifically, that the, uh, the Ramchal says is the tearing open of the heavens to reveal the reality of Enol Movadova. Tearing. Tearing means bitl. When you tear something apart, not bekiya sayam. If we heard, if we spoke about it, good. If not, get into it now. But as opposed to bekiya, which is a, which is just a constructive act to create a channel to walk through, kriya means bitl. Tearing apart, destroying, shredding, shredding, tearing apart nature to reveal was behind it, which is that there's nothing but Hashem. Yeah. <laughs> the Ramchal talks about it by, by, by Martin Torah, but 
has the same concept of Yamadis. Even we saw Chris Yamsuf, that was a, that's what we saw it. Matan Torah, I know we said that time my motion changed away from Chris Yamsuf to go to go to Torah. Okay, um, so So anyone who does not believe this, who denies the uh, historical place where Hashem revealed that. The person says, no, Christianity never happened. Or, no, I, I don't believe it was like that. It was just a really large tsunami that happened to invert on itself and I don't know, uh, whatever, whatever people might want to make up. Yeah. So then that person, in other words, is trying to say that Hashem is not one. Hashem is not kol uh, yachol. So then that is a sure way to get into Gehenim. <coughs> That's an entrance into Gehenim. <coughs> by the yam. So that's what he's saying. It's just like, so when is this person going to Gehenna? Because even when he dies, what does he need an entrance for? But entrance doesn't mean a uh, physical, um, like a, you know, kana mikan vikana mikan vikana al gebeim, like a tzur as a pasach. What? It does not mean that. It means here is one way that a person can end up in Gehenna. Right. If you just read the Gemara, my teacher just think like, oh, there's a place in your Shemaim. Right. Like, that's, yeah, you, and then you go look, you, you go looking for it. You know, like that's uh, Indiana Jones. You send them around. I'm not trying to tell us that that's not exactly that's not going on at all. No. These are these are pitfalls that you could take, which will lead you to Gehenna. In your in your uh, you know belief, right. and that corresponds to the three Amunas that Klal shall believe. You believe those three moons? And again, this is coming back to what? The Yud Gimel Ikrim, which we spoke about that before, right? The Yud Gimel Ikrim boiled down to the Yud, to the, to the, to the Gimel Ikrim, right? The Sefer Ikrim says three Ikrim. The Ram says 13. Why? Because the Ramos 13 is just an expanded version of the three. Everyone remember that? Yes? Okay, good. So, so a denial of one of those three is a way to get into Gehenna. We don't mean this is a different type of Gehenna, not the Gehenna, the, you know, like the, uh, the one that just uh, does a little bit of a dry cleaning, uh, the, the, the deep cleaning, whatever it is. Talking, we're talking about the one that destroys someone. Not having a Chalik in all of all. That type of Gehenna. Why is it sent to Gehenna? What? Why is it sent to Gehenna if it's sent to Gehenna? Gehenna is a place of negation. It is header. It is bittle. That's what it is. I mean, if you want to say, how does someone go from existing to not existing? They are destroyed. What has to happen if you exist? You'd like to not, uh, and then uh, it's going to not exist, and then it has to go through a negation of existence. So negation of existence is called Gehenna. Okay. 
that it's like the people that aren't there for Shem that the purpose behind them is to explain to they so that they that are there so they go uh, go up to Ulam Halal with cleaners. Oh, fine, whatever it needs to be fixed. No, but uh, this this is a method of sort of destruction and annihilation. Yeah. So that is the Derech Hashem discussed uh, in the as far as uh, the purpose of creation of Gehenna was to help more, the more people should be able to make in the home of all. Uh, then afterwards he talks about Rishayim Gemurim that are destroyed. Right? So the so the, that vehicle, the, the, it's the same. The, the term means destruction. Like you have a partial destruction, which is actually good for you. You have full destruction, which is not good for you. But it could still be term good for you because it's good for. It's better to be, be destroyed than to exist as an evil entity. Yes. And it's different from people who are making this example. Is that that is that. And and ultimately the truth is that <coughs> it's good for others. Uh, like the like the midrash says that uh, that the rishoyim will be ka'afar tachas kapos ragli tzadikim that they're going to be like the you know they're going to be scattered their ashes going to be scattered uh, on the earth and uh, that that uh, the will be will be treading on their uh, on on that soil on that earth <coughs> which we're not going to get into right now kafar they their ashes will be like the soil underneath the feet of tzadikim like like the dust underneath the feet of tzadikim um, so the, the Lashem explains how, in other words, a tzaddik is standing on top of it. Uh, standing on top of it is important. It would be, uh, it, it's, it's a playing a supportive role, meaning the destruction of the Russia actually has something good to it. It has something to say in Olam Haba. What it has to say is that Rishayim were destroyed, absolutely. But that's also a part of the story. Russia's cousins, this Russia's, this Russia Gamura's Neshama is not going to Olam In a direct way, correct. But if you want to think about, you know, each one of us continuing with a legacy that we leave behind. So he leaves a legacy of that he was the example that was made to demonstrate the greatness of Hashem and the oneness of Hashem through his annihilation. But not mentioned the Lomba. No. Not in a direct sense. In the sense of the lingering memory of their annihilation. And the Aliyah that Sajikim have from it. Okay, anyway, be that as may, that's the guy that we were talking about over here. Ulefikach, maybe, mikra, zeh. 
Nibetan Shoal Shivasi. Key. He also meaning that, uh, that uh, Yonah says that I called out uh, to Hashem from the belly of Shoal means the, the grave, right? But it's a term for, for Gehenna. Kiyona. In Kiyaya, Novi, Hashem. I am a Mayit, Min Kavod Hashem is Borach. He was diminishing from the honor of Hashem. Ukedixiv, Vayakam Yona, Livroach, Tershisha, Militne Hashem. He sought to run away from Hashem. What? Run away from Hashem. In other words, Kilu, there is where to go, right? There's certain areas that Hashem is in in charge of and other areas where Hashem is not in charge of. You could run away from Hashem. That's what Yonah's actions seem to be displaying. V'chi milfei Hashem hu boreach kilu haya rotu lotzeis mirshus hakodesh boruchu That's as if to say he's going to find some other dominion, some other power, some other place to be which is not Hashem. Bafal Gav, the Midrash, Amru, Halo, Kvar Nemar, Ana Elich, Bruchacha, Vana Bifanacha, Evrach. Where can I go from away from your spirit? And where from in front of you can I run away to? Im Ashik Shamayim, if I go up to the heavens, etc. Ukadiksiv Ine Hashem Mishotos Bahola Art, the Bosak says that the eyes of Hashem, which the the Ramkal tells us means the Hashgacha of Hashem seeks out, is aware of everything, of the whole, of the world. V'ksiv b'chol makom ene Hashem sofos. V'ksiv im yastir b'sha'ol misham yaditi kachem. And even if you'll go and you'll hide in the, in, in the grave from there, my hand will come and take them. V'ksiv there's no darkness, there's no place of absolute shadow of death that can be hidden, that can be hidden from Hashem. Rather, Yona wasn't saying that there's a place where there's no... Uh, where he could totally get away from Hashem. Rather, he means, I'm going to go into Chutzlarts where the divine presence is not as uh, active, it's not, it's not, not active, um, uh, revealed, right, is not revealed over there the way that it is in Eretz Yisrael. Marshal Eved, Shabarak Mirabo, Kohen, Lebesa Kvaros, like a servant who 
runs away from his master. His master is a Kohen. So a servant runs to a graveyard. Amor Evrach Li to go to a place where my, my master, who is a Kohen, is not going to go able to go. Don't worry, I've got plenty of servants that I can send in there and drag you out. Although Hashem wasn't going to do it directly, because the she. In, in other words, in Eretz Yisrael, Hashem is involved in, in a direct way. But in Chutz Laaretz, Hashem acts through emissaries, through uh, intermediaries. Yeah, that's what happened over there. That Hashem made, uh, or I mean, bring him out, or I mean, do whatever it is that the master needs done. Was it Mecca that had to replace him? No, no, no. That are also able to go to the graveyard. Like we see that Hashem made a great storm and, uh, you know, basically got Yonah thrown off the fish, uh, thrown off the boat, uh, etc. I mean, uh, even though Yonah's in Chutzlarts, but that doesn't uh, mean that he's able to escape the long hand of Hashem. So the, what, what, why did the Maral bring this up? Because this Midrash is a kasha on what he's saying. How so? It's not that Yonah was saying that Hashem actually for whatever reason cannot be oh there's other gods elsewhere right there's other powers elsewhere no he wasn't saying that he was saying that it just Hashem is very holy he reveals himself in, in Eretz Yisrael in a very intense way and they go to a place where, where, where Hashem is not so intense where Hashem doesn't reveal himself directly so he's not denying the oneness of Hashem he's just saying that Hashem Conducts himself differently between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlarts. That's a kasha on what we're saying. The Yonah is demonstrating to us this one entrance into Gehenna. Answers the Maral. Uh, that's what it would appear to be a kasha, but it's not. Mikol Mokum. B'zeh shehaya oimer sheyachol levroach min Hashem yisborach al kol ponim zehu muot min kavod Hashem yisborach chas v'shalom. So you're right, he's not literally being a, uh, you know, a, a, a kaifer in the oneness of Hashem. He's not believing in a, whatever it is, polytheism, and that there's other, uh, other gods out there, etc. Nonetheless, the, even the thought that he's going to go somewhere where he's beyond uh, the reach of his master is itself, to a certain extent, a diminution from the oneness of Hashem. The implies that Kohen can't go to Beis Shows that Hashem cannot go somewhere. Exactly. Yep. Not that the marshal is perfect, the marshal shows us where Yonah's mistake was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, Kasha is. Kasha on how you can have a base in Yenem. No, hold on, hold on. 
We are saying, we are saying, there are three entrances into Gehenna. Right. Midbar, Yam, and Yerushalayim. Right. Now, Yam is the, uh, the denial of the absolute existence of Hashem, of the oneness of Hashem. That's, that's, what, that's what the Yam represents. That's where Hashem revealed that. Yes? Yep. Now, uh, so that, that's, we see that that's an amuna that we can gain from Yamsuf. Now, trying to parallel that with the Gemora in Erevin, that there are three entrances to Gehenna. Right. One of them is the Yam. Right. So he, and where do we see that proof, says the Gemora? We see it from Yonah. Okay. Yonah, being in the belly of the fish, says, I'm, I'm, I'm basically... Uh-huh. Fine, got it. That's so, so, yeah. so the Mara will say, okay, so, so you see, yeah, Yonah denied the oneness of Hashem, okay. and that's why he ended up in Gehenna. Like he did tshuva, he was let out. Okay, so now, and that's different from the belly of the fish. No, that's where he. Uh, that's that, what Yona refers. Yona refers to that as the Gehenna. He's in the. He's in the water. Where, where did he think? Where did he think? He or as he's drowning, as he's going down on the sea, he's saying, "I'm I'm going into Gehenna. I just and I just entered through through this entrance of Gehenna." So he he thought he can escape Hashem's presence by going onto the sea. Well, going on the boat, going to Tarshish, going south. Hashem. Drowned the, he started drowning the sea. He was thrown overboard, and you know, I was like, "Okay, I got it. I'm I'm going into Gehenna right now for my for what for my apicorsis of the oneness of Hashem." So that's perfect. See, apicorsis and the oneness of Hashem. So you go into Gehenna through the sea. That's what the Maral saying until now. He says, "Yeah, Kasha, hold on a second. Yon didn't actually deny the oneness of Hashem. Yona was simply saying." That the Shekhinah is something that we all agree to be true. That the Shekhinah is revealed in Eretz Yisrael, and the Shekhinah is not revealed in Chutz Laaretz. <coughs> so the Maral says, you're right, but there's still a Bechinas Ma. There's a, there's a partial, miniature version of... He's not literally a, 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 a Kaifer in the sense of believing in multiple gods, but, he, but, but even the... <laughs> The, the thought of escaping to Chutzlart and that'll co- uh, uh, create a, a blockage between him and Hashem, that is also to a certain extent a denial of the one of Hashem. Okay. Beim Kane. Okay, so we start with Afal Gav, Bemidrish. I'll skip the Midrash. Midrash is what it says, right? Beim Kane. And if that's and if that's true, meaning having said this Midrash, Lo Hayam Mimait Min Kavod Hashem is Borach. End of the Kasha. You can't reduce. Yona was not. Lo Hayam. Yona was not reducing from the honor of Hashem. Yona was not saying that Hashem is not one. That's the kasha. Mikol Mokum is the beginning of the terrace. Just, you know, road uh, rules, right? Afal Gav is always the beginning of the kasha, and Mikol Mokum is always the beginning of the terrace. Okay, so uh, nonetheless, it is a diminution of Hashem's absolute ability. Um, 
Yisbaruch Hu Kedusiv Milifnei Hashem Kuboreach. He was running away from Hashem. Shayasoiver Shayotzer Mirushus Hashem Yisbaruch. That's why he was specifically uh, made to suffer in the Because Kriyas Yamsuf is the place where we see very clearly that that is not so. There's no such thing. Someone who has doubts about this, Hamovis uh, is the demonstration of Christians who Pesach le Gehenim. This is a person's sure ticket to Gehenim. Kimakish who b'mitziuso yisborach kemoshe yisbayer. Okay, so now we're gonna start with the next one. That's Hashem next week.